Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, bears and birds, whatever species you identify as or with, we're here for you. Beamed across 129 different zoo locations around the country, welcome everyone to the Lager Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello. Beautiful. Guys, we're mixing up again a little bit tonight, bringing you a very special episode to break up the endless monotony of our season two schedule. The blood, the sweat, the beers, the endless gold standard podcasting. Is it worth it? Question for the ages. Well, at least we're getting paid. Um, this is pretty much uh, <laughs> a last beers watched exclusive episode or extended episode tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, as me and Mr. I'm always stewing a poo in Sutherland. Had a bit of an away day last week and took part in the Brew Gooders live virtual beer tasting. Met some great guys, tried some great brewskis, and we thought the night or the recollection, uh, the foggy recollection of the night, warranted its own mini episode. Uh, Stu is, was the mastermind behind our field trip, and it was. Him, my mom had to pass the five pounds and permission slip uh, mm-hmm. onto. So I'm going to let him <laughs> give you guys a bit of the, the backstory behind the evening and, and obviously a, a couple of shout outs. Uh, but first, just how are you, Stu, before you, before you dive into that? I'm good. I, good. I, I've, I've recovered. You recovered from yeah. your man flu? No, oh, my something else. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Let's say Friday was eventful in many different ways. But, uh, so, yes, how how did we get here in the first place? Um, I think it was through an advert I saw on um, my local comic book shop's Facebook page, and it was just like the image of just like two pints. And like this virtual beer tasting, and I was like, "This is fucking right up our alley." Mm-hmm. Like, I know a boy that likes beer, <laughs> yeah. and I messaged him, and he says, "Not, nah, no, really." So I messaged another boy about beer. He come back going, "Ah, oh, man, a whiskey guy." So eventually, I messaged Tom, and he was what? like, well, "Hey, hold on, hold on, what?" Oh, I, so I, I, there's I, there's I three people first. Sorry, I asked Andy and Mike, Mike and Alex. I thought that guy you were speaking about initially that fit the bill. Oh, that the, sounded the like number me. one guy, my number one dude, my go-to guy. Are you saying I'm not did your you, go-to guy? Did you think you were? In my mind, that de- definitely. This I mean, is you're heartbreaking. Like, you're like, why this... are we doing this live? Why can't this be something we we spoke about earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're like the totally the second best person I know in Birmingham. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Phil. <laughs> Thanks. I, I really appreciate those uh, kind, kind words, uh, Stu. So yeah. So once you decided to uh, go to your third best guy, what happened after that? Fifth. Uh, so um, yeah, <laughs> you came back straight away and was like, "Fucking yes, let's do it." So desperate. Clearly, that's it. It was clearly one of these ones where right, it's a five local uh, beer tasting held over zoom but i was like is there a way that we could get these beers to tom thankfully people organizing it were able to what was it dpd just yeah yeah get it shipped down to yourself 
in Got a that. very efficient manner. Very efficient, yeah, very uh, all done kind of very smoothly. Uh, and to be honest, customer service-wise, fantastic. Uh, shout out. Personally, I'd like I'd like to add to your your, mm-hmm. your story. I approve it. It's good. Okay, that's what I was on. So, you approve that. That's, that's okay. Um, you know, I don't want to get off the you know the beaten beaten track here. Yeah. Well, that was it. Roll around a couple of weeks later. Beers get delivered to me. Beers get delivered to you. They were from three different breweries. So we've had a uh, cool brewing, which we've spoke about several occasions. Yeah. And that was like one of the hooks. I thought this is a good way to get some of this cool brewing beer down to Tom. Yeah. So I thought that's a, this is a good chance for us to talk about on the podcast. And also it was a chance for me to kind of tick some off of my like five beer bucket list. Mm. And it was including two brewers I haven't had a chance to, to taste yet. So it was a uh, beef brewing from Cowden Beef. And then a uh, brew shed, which yeah. was I think Lime Killings. And yeah, that was it. This was definitely like this is my first uh, beer tasting event. And it was probably better to be over uh, Zoom because mm. you're you could be a little bit more relaxed. You're on your home turf. You could be dressed comfortably. You don't need to, I don't know, get the vibe out of a room and feel out of place. Like we're yeah. all at home. We've all managed to get the fucking camera working on our laptops. We all don't have to wear trousers. Perfect for exactly. me. Fantastic. I had none clean, so it was great. So, mm. But yeah, I, I, how you stand up, and we're all good. I, I, I had to. I rolled to the toilet um, every time. Obviously, I needed to personally yeah. break the seal. So oh, we, we were, heard we you. Were okay. Aye. Did you hear the roll? It's quite heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. I feel sorry for those neighbours. It's uh, it's marble, obviously marble uh, floor <laughs> in here. So yeah, quite 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 noisy. Um, yeah, as as you were saying, man. Yeah, I think you know it was a great opportunity hearing you talk about the uh, the local uh, brewers and obviously kind of raving about you know certain beers that they've put out. It was mm. nice to kind of finally uh, put flavors or put tastes to the names that I'd heard. Yeah. So uh, it, it was fantastic to kind of, yeah, finally kind of get to grips with a, with a few myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was it? I think it was advertised as a two hour tasting. Yep. With six beers, a yep. week quiz thrown in at the end. Foolish what... uh, on the night before work. I would say personally, and... I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad for you. <laughs> But, um, but we didn't yeah. think much about that. We just thought about, you know, the night, you know. The, the, hey, the, let's the, just take it easy. Let's take six <laughs> beers. It doesn't mean you need to drink all six. No, of course not. We and we didn't. Obviously, it was it was a sip sip each. Um, you know, six shots of beer. Really, I would say personally, it's it kind of what look like that in the video. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's video evidence, Tom. <laughs> Shit. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, so how do you can are you wanting like our impressions of the event, or do you want to talk beer? Have I Let's, covered it good enough? You've done amazingly well, buddy. Fog. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're just kind of freestyling tonight, buddy. Um, and that was awesome. Yeah, um, I think if we if we jump into kind of the beers first, kind of what we were 
mm-hmm. sampling what we had to go on. Um, the first thing we had was Cool Bruins uh, 80s Revival, which was, if I remember, 4.6%. Um, and I think, yeah, I think for me, this might have been the best of the night. It was one I really, really what liked. Style of beer was it? It was, um, so it was uh, a, 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 an 80 shilling. 80 shilling. There you go. Thanks, man. Um, you're always my safety you're net. Welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, but it tasted to me like a kind of a brown ale stout hybrid. Mm. It was kind of light, sweet, uh, the best mm. of both worlds, really. And it kind of it blew me away. Like it was really, really good and really, really uh, unique um, in terms of flavor and kind of uh, and what it was offering. So. Yeah, yeah, fantastic beer. You, you like that one, right? Yes, uh, it, it surprised me again. I, I remember buying it last year at kind of like one of those little farmer's markets mm. and just not knowing what a, a shilling ale was. And I think my initial impression was like it's, it's got that real iron taste to it, yeah, where it's I almost... Yeah, you saying about that. I think it was either that or I've mixed my opinions up with another beer, but I was like, man, it's like I'm drinking like a... A pint full of pennies. I I do remember that specific quote, yes. quote from you. Yeah, I, that was I, that was I that was that sold me. That sold me. But uh, to be honest, I was pleasantly surprised when I had it again because I had that doubt and that took a drink. It was nice, dark, and then that surprisingly sweet aftertaste. And I'm just like, man, this is actually ref- like really refreshing. Like there's not real any bitterness. It's just kind of got that nice sweet kick to it. And I thought, man, I I need to take my time here. But man, I would actually just have this entire bottle. And to be honest, it set me up again uh, for future. Like if I'm going to go have a uh, pick up an hour more, a couple more from Cool Brewing, and there's opportunity to have an 80s revival, I'll definitely pick it up. Go with this one. Yeah. Definitely. But personally for me, uh, you know, I would as well, as I say, we've only sampled or I personally only sampled uh, a couple from uh, Cool Broom, but, uh, you know, they've both been really interesting and very kind of uh, distinct uh, tasting beers. So, yeah, it's a thumbs up from from me and Stu on that one. I think next up we had Beef Bruins Black Lager now. This was, I think, the most interesting one of the night for me in terms of um it's something that i just never i didn't even have um anything to compare it to kind of mm. in my mind or in my kind of taste uh my kind of taste of files there, there was nothing mm. nothing there really to compare it to it was really interesting yeah. it had like the texture of lager um mm-hmm. but it had a really smoky taste and for me the back end i couldn't really describe it at the time but i remember kind of thinking um in the days afterwards it was like a cider in terms of the crispness and the sourness on the back yeah. end that's what mm-hmm. the impression but there was there's so much going on with it yeah. such a kind of complex drink uh and i think that was yeah, it was 4.5 so again mm-hmm. um i think it was one of those beers that, that the flavors really kind of uh did the talking for it do you, do you remember that one you like that one yeah I, it was one of those ones where i was like when you looked at it, I was slightly intimidated. Yeah. It was um, just like the fact that it was this. I do like the fact that these labels they had it printed out, but then it's also like a Sharpie pen's being written on it, mm. adding like the volume and yeah. then just like black 
written above lager and I was like, oh, this is this is intimidating. Black <laughs> yeah. lager? I've not heard of black lager. So what do you mean? Black lager. Yeah, combination. And when you poured it, it was like, right enough. <laughs> that was a pint of the black stuff. And it was really, I remember, like, it was drinkable. There yeah. wasn't really any negative, um, and there wasn't really any surprises, but it was definitely part of this being a taste. It was to try shit you would never normally try. Definitely, mate. Yeah, and definitely. I knew no, going in that probably... Nice. There weren't going to be uh, all drinks that you know you'd kind of fall in love with straight away, Aye. but you were going to get um, a real opportunity to kind of stretch your legs and kind of see what was out there. And I think the best thing about uh, you know nights like that is finding kind of maybe like a new favorite in terms of like a category of beer or a new taste that you really like. Um, and I think that's it was more it was almost like a kind of a showcase for some kind mm. of really interesting um you know alchemist like you know yes, combinations exactly. of, of kind of taste so uh yeah even though I, I I mean again I don't know whether it'd be one that I kind of drink a lot of or one that I kind of really liked but I just found it really really interesting and kind of mm. a very brave uh or bold uh combination uh, of flavors yeah. so, it would be um, one of those ones where I would probably buy it if I saw it out in the wild. Definitely, yeah. Like, definitely. Oh would. man, I need to tell fuck about this and try it again to kind of get that right. This is just me and you, not you and five other beers. Let's just try you and see what we think. <laughs> Showdown, um, one on one. And I think that was the, the beauty lager. of uh, the beer tasting was that the brewers were on the call with us. Yeah. So it was sort of like you had fucking dr frankenstein there as well putting the science behind it so what <laughs> made me do this i don't remember him being there was that <laughs> was that after i left <laughs> maybe um <laughs> but no it was definitely great because i think it was ian at beef Bruin, and he just went into so much detail about the what he'd done behind what, it, yeah i had a thought behind it how he, he labels his tins after uh, like song lyrics and just getting the story behind the beer just made you appreciate that much more in the moment definitely mate yeah definitely i think it was good to kind of really see uh the behind the scenes in terms of kind of how the beer's made and what the thought process Mm -hmm. was and yeah you're definitely right mate it was nice to um to kind of have the creators there to to talk about it um yeah, fantastic, fantastic opportunity. Um, and I think after that, we tried uh, Brew Sheds, uh, first brewski of the evening, uh, Bruce Haven Coffee Smoked Porter. Yes. The smelliest beer of the night, in a good way. <laughs> uh, real smoke taste, I remember, mm. almost like a, like a whiskey kind of mm. heat to it. Maybe an acquired taste, possibly. Yeah. But um, I had flashbacks to my time in Madrid when... I was eating a lot of black chorizo a few years ago. Very similar sooty taste. And uh, my insatiable lust for it was to the point of me one day. Tom, you've, you've mentioned it. I'm what sorry. must have been? You've said it like, twice now in the podcast. Could there just be a chance that the pizza was burnt? 
It sounds like it was burnt meat. I don't no, think it was like a local no, speciality. It was, it was a local speciality. It was extra spicy black chorizo, okay? They, they burnt the Donner meat cheese pizza. <laughs> I'm sorry. Still holding a grudge against it. But <laughs> basically what, what it kind of boils down to is that um, I visited the unsafest uh, theme park in Spain. It was like New Jersey's action park, but with okay. a lot more inquisition. And packing a picnic that consisted just purely of chorizo. And I ended up hurling violently after mm-hmm. one particular ride. It was like a spinner or like a roundabout, but on a huge scale. And I remember thinking the whole time because it lasted ages for some reason that my belt was going to explode. Uh, and I was <laughs> kissing goodbye to my days as a, as a walking, talking, living doll. Or I was going to puke on my then girlfriend but I couldn't be sure of, of the ricochet or the angle I was going to blow mm-hmm. out because of the G-force. And I thought I might just end up puking on myself, which was obviously not an option. <laughs> so eventually I got off dazed and confused uh, and had to blow one in a nearby bush. And it was like giving birth orally to a Victorian cooker. I felt awful. <laughs> And five minutes later, I jumped back on the smoked chorizo to fill up the, at that point, Avoid. fill my empty stomach. Yeah. So the taste of beer was, I mean, you know, this particular beer, it was a little bit of sweet for me personally. I don't know how you feel, but that's yeah. Um, what I got from it. To me, it was definitely like, this is the most intimidating drink of the night. Yes. Because yes. we were already bitten with the, the purple <laughs> panther porter from before. Yeah, and I thought, man, that, that porter was pish. And now... That tastes in the mouth, isn't it? There's, uh, it's another one. Like, these beers, it's like a Russian roulette. One of them's going to be lethal. And just the fact that it's like, I had smoked. It said coffee and porter. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, this is like this is going to be the test. And it was surprisingly drinkable. Because when we were doing the tasting, I was able just to kind of just sit, yeah. sip away... There wasn't any real harshness. You've got the smoky flavour. I think at the time I definitely kind of recognised the coffee. Yeah, definitely. And... I remember all the flavours kind of hit me straight away, like the kind of the coffee and the the smokiness. And it was really kind of, it was quite, I think it might have been, as I say, the, probably the most fragrant beer, but it was maybe also the most intense in terms of, yes, you know, the kind of one very strong uh, area of flavour kind of hitting you uh, as you were drinking it um, for sure mm-hmm. but yeah I think I'm, I I was kind of going back and forth on it as I, as I was drinking I remember but um, yeah again maybe not one that I'd kind of uh, have a session of myself but really Aye. interesting beer kind of well made very kind of uh, strong flavoursome interesting beer Aye, and that's, that's the kind of beers you want to get from your uh, local brewers just some weird experimental Definitely, shit that you'd man. never yeah. expect and you would never fucking find in the shelves of Sainsbury's yeah. you want to get like the strange underground shit it's like what do you mean like you chucked a pot of coffee into this <laughs> literally literally yeah like pot of mad scientists Tom madness yeah like the skills behind it and the the kind of thinking behind it are just you know genius really mm. to be honest uh, and very interesting but um yeah very very kind of distinct again as 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 we've as we've said distinct beer um i think the next one 
we had was Cool Bruins uh, Emperor's New Clothes, which was a New England IPA. This yes. one was like 6.8%. But I, I, I really like this one as well. I remember the pineapple kind of flavor, the fruity oh, flavor, really came through, but very light and smooth, a mm-hmm. um, little bit cloudy. But yeah, really good, really fresh. And I think it was a good, but it was kind of a very, uh, a beer on the very kind of opposite end of the spectrum compared to the previous beer. And it was kind of nice. I think we had it at the right time. It was quite refreshing and it it kind of worked perfectly kind of after the darkness or the the bitterness of of the previous beer. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm really, really liking that one um, as well. Ah, that was was like the last beer I had to try from Cool Brewing to kind of complete the set. As yeah. far as I believe, I think there were six brews, uh, six beers altogether uh, from them that they that they make regularly, mm. and yeah, I've been wanting to try this one for a while. Obviously, I've I've kind of developed a taste for these uh, any IPAs just through doing this podcast, really. Yeah. And then I thought, right, this is my local brewer's take at it. Let's try it, and it was it was like fruity you got the smell straight away you kind of got that nice balance of the taste and the delicate taste almost like not too kind of uh heavy really kind of light and and nice though really really kind Mm. of flavorsome and it's misleading in the sense that it's what was it 6.8 percent yeah which that's higher than you'd imagine yeah because it doesn't come across like that it's definitely not at all no Almost like, oh, this is a good session drink, but with that yeah. volume, <laughs> not going to get far into that yeah. session. You'll be saying good night pretty soon. Yeah, falling over the fucking bar, the disposable barbecue that you've <laughs> turned out and fucking turning your leg into black chorizo. I would, you know, I'd, I'd happily have a nibble on that. That's absolutely fine. Is that an invitation, show? That's not. Okay, that's fine. You right, the next beer. The tent <laughs> in Ashgrove. No, second person to tell me this now. What is it? I don't understand it. What is it about me that, that says, please don't let this man, you know, camp in your garden? I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I'm not going to take it personally, though, honestly. I promise. Um, so we did a, another... <laughs> New England IPA shortly after that. That was the mm-hmm. Beast Bruins Dance Monkey. Bit stronger, 7.29. This one, very interesting. Like, not kind of Aye. what I was expecting from a New England IPA. It had like um, almost a, a nutty, kind of almondy quality yeah. to it. Very smooth still, but yeah, wasn't what I was expecting compared to uh, the previous one mm-hmm. at all. What do you think? Well, that was it. It was a great to kind of see that variety in, right? This is kind of one style of beer yeah. with uh, two brewers' takes on it. And mm. they're just really different. Like, I was kind of just expecting to be hit with the same flavours, but then it was like, it was a different concoction and also a different volume, but still just really, really tasty little drink. I think between uh, the Emperor's New Clothes and Dan's Monkey, they were ones like I both finished like during the tasting like whilst we were talking about it in the group like the rest I was kind of I would pour a tumbler have my tumbler and then put it aside and think if I'd go back to it later whereas those two I'd just sunk and that's maybe where things started to go south for me I was like wait a minute you sank both of the strongest beers is is that when you went on the chat and you said that 
you really like boobies and bums, but you like beer more. Cause I remember that. And I was thinking that's probably, that's a bit too much, you know, as a first impression of someone, I think that's probably something you maybe should have kept to yourself just the first time meeting people, but you know, second, third, okay. I thought I was messaging one of the guys that hosted the event. I never knew that was out to the group. That was, yeah, that was the group. Cause I, I saw it as well. So mm. I was sickened thinking, what is my co-host doing? He's letting the side down. Hey, that was a good thing as well. I don't think we embarrassed each other. <laughs> we, we were all right. Never said anything gravely. Oh, you're waving me off. Okay. Uh, what was the next beer, Tom? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the last. I feel like they're playing me off, lads. The lights are getting dimmed. The music's playing at the Oscars. Is it off stage left? Okay. Uh, the. Uh... The last beer of the night was brew shed uh, again with the I think I'm pronouncing it properly the Lasseni Belgian IPA. Mm. This was a six. Um, interesting because I never had kind of uh, I've had a few few Belgian beers but never a Belgian IPA. Yeah, very frothy kind yeah. of. It kind of had a wheaty kind of hogard. <laughs> yeah, taste I... to it a little bit, but I think it was the one the, the not the only one, but the one that was the most obvious to me. Where it tasted like its strength, you know what I mean? It kind of mm. hit you like it, the six percent really hit. I think a lot of the other ones previously of the night, we were saying they were like ninja beers, like they, yes, oh, they, they kind of crept up on, up you. on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, kind of straight away, you tasted the kind of the um, the strength of it, and yeah, it was interesting. It reminded me of like um, the Duvel or du- Duvel, you know, yeah. the old the old Robert, the old Robert Duvel. Um, Similar to that, quite frothy, but nice, interesting consistency to it. Mm-hmm. Would you reckon? Um, I felt like I was opening like a a tin of a, a, like diet Pepsi. Yeah, just, when you poured it, and just <laughs> yeah, sat and stared at the glass for a half an hour, just waiting for the head to settle on it, and then I realised I'm just as quick drinking this one from the bottle. And but I it was like a bottle rocket. It just looked like somebody had shooken the last bottle and handed it to me. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was quite a harsh drink. Like it was definitely it was just as we mentioned, really bubbly, so really gassy, and obviously far more bitter than the the, the any IPA we had before it. So yeah, it was kind of a, a bit of a, a kind of left turn in terms of flavors. Definitely. Yes, after, it was after definitely those, those two um, bringing you back to earth. Definitely uh, after the two um, New England IPAs. For sure. But yeah, I think it was, um, again, very, very interesting, very, very distinct uh, in terms of the consistency. Um, but yeah, I mean, to sum up the beers, what I mean, I, again, I think I made pretty obvious what my favourite one was of the evening. What was what was yours, Stu? Um, I would say the Cool Bruins Emperor's New Clothes. Interesting. Uh, just just Interesting. because I have developed a taste for these yeah. uh, New England IPAs, it's one I've been wanting to try for a while. It didn't yeah. disappoint me. Uh, whilst Dance Monkey was the same style of beer, it wasn't the taste I was expecting. Yeah. But it wouldn't put me off from having another. So it would definitely the the New England IPAs would probably be my first and second place. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Tom? Yeah, as I said, I think 
it's got to be the the eighties revival uh, for me. Just it just kind of ticked all the boxes in terms of what I really like uh, in a beer and reminded me of a couple of my favourite types of beer. But definitely, but yeah, as I say, I think the uh, the New England IPAs for me probably joint you know second place definitely okay. in terms of ones that um, I really enjoyed. As I say, I think down to the show, I've developed a kind of taste for that particular beer, you know, just you and me kind of talking. And it's something that I've really got into kind of, um, you know, uh, from talking with you and, and, and checking out, you know, different kind of stretching me legs in terms of beers. So again, yeah. for me, it was, it was, you know, really, really enjoyable, but as I say, like the rest of them really, really was just, you know, very, uh, unique list of beers. Um, and again, really kind of nice to kind of, both of us to kind of test ourselves a little bit in terms of flavors and, and kind of stretch our legs. So mm-hmm. yeah, really good. If we didn't, if we didn't say it before, yeah, I think it was Robin, um, shout out to Robin, um, who was the, uh, the lady who kind of organized sending over the beers, uh, yes. to me. Uh, yeah, fantastic service. And we really appreciate it. Um, and I didn't have any that exploded on me. So bonus, about a bonus. Yeah, I, I would think so. I did like uh, when Robin was uh, periodically on the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think she was Hopping bottling in. IPAs at the same time. Yeah. So we got like a little sneak peek of like their their home setup, and it was just like a sea of beer bottles. It was, it was, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of beer, and I think the temptation would be for me very overwhelming. I don't think I'd be able to make it personally, Stu. Yeah. As a uh, as a beer bottler, mm-hmm. maybe a beer butler. I think that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, maybe we should give a shout out to the organisers. Obviously, Ooh, man. the the brew gooders. So it's yep. is a, a trio made up of uh, Jeff. Oh no, I'm blanking on second name. Uh, it's <laughs> Jeff Colin. Yeah, that sounds right. Yes, I Jeff, Colin, and Andrew. Andrew, if we do mess it up, we will put it in the show post. Editing, the... we'll just, just sweep all of this away, but the you... video will never lies. Oh, you, you edit this? Oh, <laughs> uh, no idea. You could save me a lot of time and effort. Right to censor, my man. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Uh, so yeah, guys, I think we'll just we'll put a uh, put a cap on that. No, right. let's take the cat back off for another yes. couple of minutes. Okay, Just hold on. Reverse take, take that motion. I don't, know, I don't know what that oh. sound was. That was oh. the sound of a man having a nervous breakdown. That wasn't the sound of a cap. <laughs> I could probably do a better one. But no, uh, where's, where's that mute button? Like, okay. okay, Tom, rein it in. Did you put two sugars in that tea? Three. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It explains it all now. <laughs> But no, I think we ended up having a, a Skype, a good uh, Zoom call with like a cracking bunch of, of uh, people. Definitely. There was a fifth, I think roughly on average, there was 15 people in that call for the majority. Yeah. And as we said, it was like a two hour call originally planned and it ended up being like a three hour. It was a bit of a long one. It just, like anything, you have six beers and the wheels just fall off. 
Are you uh, are you counting our Skype after party to that? Yeah, see that I, time length or like even longer then. <laughs> and that Skype after party had to get uh, ended abruptly because I started getting motion sickness. <laughs> and what motion sickness could I be having? I'm just sitting in my conservatory, uh, finishing off all the beers that are left over from the tasting, thinking what could go wrong. You did have a full like a big Chinese buffet before it, then started necking some strong beer. You did the right thing. You did the right drinking thing. Drinking some dark beer, then throwing in some really fizzy, frothy beer. Surely that's not all going to mix together and go wrong. I remember you sitting and telling me, he was like, oh, this has been a great night. All oh, these lads are really good. I fucking had a great time talking to, like, Jeff, David, Mark... And I was like, aye, right, Tom, I need to hang up and leave and just <laughs> cut you off. And then just... I mean, what do you expect, you know, your third go-to guy? I mean, maybe I'd taken too much of your time at that point, to do, and obviously I apologise. You know what I mean? If How I could have left a me. cardboard stand How in a widow. But, oh, it was. It was just like, right, I've had a few beers, had a lot of food to eat. Let's just lie down in a nice dark room and everything will stop spinning. It'll be yes. good. Pass out, man. Yeah. And then it was just like, it's not good. It's getting faster. Things are zooming in and out of focus. And I had to do the unfortunate thing of have a little talk to the toilet. That's the nicest way I could put it. Which language did you use? Oh, I was talking in tongues. <laughs> and yep. Yeah. Just oh no, what a waste just, of beer! I know it's like oh, there goes twenty quid's worth of craft beer. Just ejected. Oh, you did all body. you could, mate, to you know right. prevent this. You lined your stomach, you know, you took your time, but sometimes it happens, man. Yeah, and to be honest, it wasn't a downer on the event. It was like that night was priceless. Like the twenty quid's that we spent to kind of have that time talking to the brewers, getting yeah. to see like, Mark Duncan's funky Star Wars room. That was awesome. Robin showing us the bottling plant that they've got. He's in. Um, just hearing all the stories. Yeah. Like uh, David fucking uh, cursing us all about stealing tumblers from pubs. <laughs> like just all these random <laughs> wee things that I'll remember about that night. Yeah. There was, uh, yeah, there's so much, uh, you know, I say for like three hours or something. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was just really nice to kind of meet a bunch of like-minded people and, exactly. and, and shoot the shit and talk about beer and, yeah, get get a little bit silly. Um, it, it was fantastic. Kinda, yeah. It felt like it was like the first time you're like in a pub in a while. Like it's just you mm. in a noisy room with a lot yeah, of man. people and you are all drinking. And like you're just kind of listening to different conversations, different people telling completely different stories. People felt all different walks of life, and we're all just there with that common connection of, of funky beer. That's a beautiful way to put it, Stu. I couldn't have put it better myself. You probably could have, but you're just being polite. No, I think that was a really good way of putting, dude. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Uh, but that is exactly exactly how it felt, yeah. And it was nice to kind of, after a long time, I think for 
you know, everyone on the call uh, to not mm-hmm. have that experience, or since they'd had that experience, it was nice to kind of finally have an experience very, very similar to that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic evening, and uh, hope to do it again very soon. Yes. So, uh, I think that's it. If there's anything else you'd like to say, Stu, I'm going to wind it, wind it down. Mm-hmm. If that's okay, uh, I'll, I'll drop one last thing. No, it's not got anything to do with me uh, projectile vomiting, but um, we obviously we must have struck a chord with the Brugerers because we've been invited uh, to join them on their podcast. Now, by the time this episode goes live, our appearance on their podcast will be over. I like to imagine we've done spectacularly. Of course, we killed it. Of course, great laugh. They loved us. Possibly. As they should. Uh, yeah, Tom never embarrassed us. So just no chance. Chef's kiss. Uh... <laughs> so that um, they they do their podcasts in a way where it's a Facebook live stream. It's uh, I, I imagine we're doing it over Zoom, but it will be then getting projected onto their Facebook page live, and then the video is just stored on there. So when you hear this on our podcast, if you look up the Brew Gooders. On Facebook, think the Blue Gooders, the League of uh, Beer and Comics, or Comics and Beer, and you should find like the archived uh, podcast that features uh, me and your boy Tom. So I just um, realised that people can't see the hand gestures that I'm doing. And I need to somehow kind of you know you put a little this snap. It's into good. I'll put this bit on Instagram. Form. Out okay, the entire episode, just put this five in, seconds because I've been working on this, so please put that in. Yeah, guys, as you said, yeah, we've been uh invited on there, uh, somehow miraculously after our performance uh last week. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, join us there to, to check out um us basically and them, them and us, you know. Yep, so guys. Thank you for listening tonight. If you've grown fond of us over the last 30 minutes or so, talk about love at first sight, eh? Uh, join us on our social media. It's at the Lager Logs on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Stu, what other pages should our love listeners be checking out? Obviously, you got to, I mean, you shouted out the homies, but mm-hmm. it's on Facebook, right? That's where, we, that's where yes. they're going. Uh, they have their links on Twitter and Instagram yep. as well. Just yep. search the Brew Gooders, Check that and out. you'll be able to find them across those three social media platforms. Uh, a shout out to the Brewers, a cool mm. brewing company, Beer Shed. Sorry, is it the Beer Shed or the Brew Shed? Brew Shed. Brew Shed uh, and beef, uh, brewing. beef Brewing. Yeah, that's Beef, B-E-A-T-H, not yep. the meat. Not, not B-E-E-F. Just, just to verify, just to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check that out, guys. Uh, likely back to our regularly scheduled programming next week in terms of what you'll find over here on the show. Uh, I know what you're thinking: fifty-seven channels and nothing on. But please tune into our next episode, and we promise to put your podcast license to good use. You can keep your big game permit in your wallet, though. We only play Travel Connect Four here at Points of View HQ. Um, that's everything. The only thing left to say is, bon voyage, booze hounds, say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye, Stu.
Let's have another 